It's Dr. Anderson at Dial Health. Thanks for stopping by, especially stopping by at our podcast, the Second Brain Podcast. We're excited today. We're going to talk about something that I know we brought up before, but we're going to just dive in a little deeper. So excited, Rosie, to I'm talk about excited. this. Yeah, yes. we really are. Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the gut-brain connection, or Rosie calls it something else. She calls it the brain-gut connection. The brain-gut connection. <laughs> yeah, they, they they talk about. T- tell us why we do that. Why do we talk about that? Well, they they share a very intimate relationship. They're like friends. They're best friends. They talk to each other about everything. Mm-hmm. They do. So if something's going on with one, the other one knows about it right away, Absolutely. just like a friend. Yeah. Or um, if something good happens to one, they the know about it right it, yes. away. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's interesting. They're best friends. But uh, kind of like, uh, I'll use the example, they're kind of on um, social media all the time because as soon as they talk to each other, everything, yeah. everybody else, everyone knows, about else, it. Everyone else Every, knows Everybody in the whole <laughs> system knows about it. Yeah, pretty crazy to think yeah. about how that works, but it does. So today we're going to talk about that. So we're going to talk about the physiology of the gut mm-hmm. and then also talk about the neurology of the nervous system itself or the brain and how they communicate yes. with each other. One of the things we know is this, and, and this is kind of exciting, really, and, and the research is out on this, that the gut, the microbiome of the gut can become inflamed. And when it becomes inflamed, guess what happens? The, the, the brain becomes the brain inflamed. Can, exactly. Yes. They're, actually, they call those cytokines. It's crazy. It like just, just flares up the brain. It makes it very, very inflamed. Um, and so they're communicating back and forth, just like mm-hmm. we talked about. The friends are talking, and we know we need to do something. Well, the body knows how to do something. It knows how to start to down-regulate what's going on. Rosie, tell us about some of the things that goes on in the gut. What are some of the things that we see that that create problems with the gut? Well, you'll get the overgrowth of yeast or Mm -hmm. candida Mm -hmm. um, and experience all sorts of gut bugs, bad bacteria, parasites, lots of Mm -hmm. ugly stuff going on there. And that's what, no kidding, that's what Mm -hmm. creates that inflammation, doesn't it? Yes. It creates inflammation, and as soon as it creates inflammation, the... The brain. The brain gets inflamed every single time. Yeah, that's something. We do a test. Tell, tell them about the test that we do for the that. The IgG food sensitivity test um, also comes with a candida test. Um, so we are able to see the level of candida, low, moderate, high, that an individual actually has in their system. And more often than not, it's moderate to high. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. rarely do we see a low score mm-hmm. on anyone. I don't. I can't remember the last time we saw a low score on candida. It just doesn't happen very often. And as a result of that, it creates this inflammation. The brain gets inflamed, and the brain wants to do something, and the gut wants to do something. So what they do is they begin to to look and say, what's feeding this mechanism? What what's allowing this? Um, microbiome disruption like yeast or mm-hmm. gut bugs mm-hmm. to eat and one of the things that they, they found out in the research is that it eats tryptophan and we'll talk about that in a minute so it starts to eat that up so what's the body do it down regulates its ability to make tryptophan and um, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. what, what happens as a result of that so let's do that just real quickly so you understand so the body makes tryptophan then it makes, and there's a couple of other processes in between, it makes what they call serotonin, and then serotonin makes melatonin. melatonin. What's melatonin real important for? For sleep. For sleep, yeah. If you don't have enough melatonin in the brain, in the body chemistry, we don't sleep really mm-hmm. well. So, And how many people do we see that don't sleep very well? A lot, about yeah, 90%. 90% of the people that maybe we more. see. Maybe more. Yeah. So as a result of this process, watch, we go from... Um, tryptophan to serotonin to melatonin and there's other things 5-hydroxytryptophan things we don't need to talk about but that's what happens so the body begins to down regulate 
the ability or its ability to make tryptophan because it doesn't want to feed these bad guys, does it? So guess what happens? Now we don't have tryptophan. So what do we see as a result of having not, not have tryptophan? Well, what do we see going on? We start to see people get a little bit uh, depressed, depressed and tired. Mm -hmm. Anxiety, um, brain fog, cold extremities, hands and feet are always cold, um, fatigue. Yeah. Lack of sleep. They can't sleep anymore. Yeah. And so we already talked about sleep. I mean, that's um, no question a, mm -hmm. a huge thing that we see. Let's talk about the other one, brain fog. Um, we're both smiling. Again, that's a question we ask oftentimes. Uh, um, they'll say, they have a look on their face, don't they? They go, yeah. I have this thing where I just don't feel like... Can't concentrate. Can't I'm not clear. Clear. I start to do something and they're in a, and they're in a fog. They even wake up. They, they sleep kind of halfway all mm -hmm. night long and they wake up and they go I'm still in a brain fog yeah. and so so we see that and now the very first thing we see oh they need a sleep aid we see that here's the other thing that we see and, and I, I say this respectfully but of the people that we see say 30 to 40 years old Rosie um, they have a purse usually which means they're usually females how many purses have some type of a serotonin uptake or antidepressant in it Mostly all. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's staggering today how many mm -hmm. people we see that are on an antidepressant, and so they're trying to fix the brain, the chemistry in the brain. But what really is going on oftentimes is the microbiome is not working properly. Mm -hmm. So the body's trying to do something, and it's reducing the amount of food that it's going to give those bugs, and as a result, uh, we have some problems there. Um, talk about um, some of the things that we see with depression. Um, the percentages that we see, like uh, like pain and that um, kind of thing. So if you're experiencing depression, 97% of those people are going to be experiencing pain mm -hmm. as well. 95% um, will have uh, problems with their sleep. And then about... Um, was it eighty percent with fatigue? Will experience fatigue. They're just they talk about uh, intimate friends. They are yeah. definitely intimate friends because yeah. if you see depression, you oftentimes, uh, more often than not, you'll see one of those symptom pictures going on. And, so. and as as much as we hear it um, day to day with people, it never ceases to amaze me just the the level of despair that. Um, the American population is living in mm -hmm. every day. Yeah, they're it's just staggering. There is, and they're so now they're taking these med and you know good, bad, and different. This isn't about bad mouthing medications. I'm not doing mm -hmm. that. I'm just saying, wow, there are so many people that are trying so many things. Um, here's another one we see. Uh, oh, I tried melatonin. Yeah, I tried melatonin. Mm -hmm. and it didn't work for my sleep. Well, of course not, because they didn't feed the system the way that they were supposed right. to. So, um, so let's talk about what we do about it. Uh, we want to fix the gut. That's one yes. of the things that we want to do. And so we already talked about food sensitivities. That's the one thing testing. that we want to do, testing mm -hmm. other things. And one of the big things that we know we must do in order to repair this process is this thing called detoxification. Yes. Yeah. So we want to remove interferences. Yeah. Because the body is phenomenal at healing itself. It so. knows what to do. But when it's bombarded with, with toxins and, and, and a chaotic, being in a chaotic state, it just gets confused. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the level of toxicity we're around from day to day, our body was not designed to keep up with that. So in order for us to help it, we have to remove those interferences, detoxify, work on the gut. And the mm -hmm. body says, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Now I can do I can what I was made to do. And then the body quits uh, that process of down-regulating tryptophan. Now we can make tryptophan. Now we can make serotonin, the feel-good mm -hmm. hormone, and melatonin and some of those drastically changes. 
you know, for a lot of people might be thinking, I wonder really, is there, uh, what's the story with the toxins? We just looked at, we just looked at a report this morning. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. We just looked at one this morning. Tell, Rosie, tell us about oh, it. Oh, man. My gosh. Yeah, it's just the, um, the toxicity uh, of this person um, with the things like plastics, petroleum. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, yeah, so his level of... Um, the oxidative stress that this individual is now experiencing, and he's young. I yeah, think he's I, I was just going to say, old. we're 20. not talking like a 60-year-old person. No. We're talking this guy, 20 years old. He's like years a kid. Old. And again, here's his body trying to fight all that off, disrupting the microbiome. Now he's in trouble. Yeah. So you really, so that's the very first thing we do. Now we're going to talk in further uh, podcasts about other things that we do, but mm -hmm. the very first thing, and by the way, it has to be done right. You just can't be throwing. No, 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 no. Detoxification people. has to be done right, or yeah. you're not going to benefit. At all, at all from it exactly so so i'm just going to kind of close up we yes. talked about the gut brain connection or the brain gut brain connection, connection. <laughs> the brain gut connection and how they're intimate friends they talk that's a takeaway make sure you understand that they're communicating all the time you know i, I just thought of that it is kind of like social media they're talking yeah. they're, they're talking to each other all day long and they're telling everybody else about they're it they're sharing yeah. they're sharing. <laughs> they are sharing everywhere all, all over the place and the body has this crazy ability to say oh man this isn't good i'm going to not feed them and mm -hmm. so as a result of not feeding them we shut down one of the most important systems in our body and that's yes. that tryptophan to serotonin to melatonin pathway yeah so real important um to do that anything else rosie um I think you pretty much pretty covered, covered it all. Yeah, yeah. Good I job. So, and same to you. I think we did a pretty good job there. Listen, I want to um, just encourage everyone uh, to keep watching our podcast, mm -hmm. the Second Brain Podcast. We're excited about it. Make sure uh, you check us out on Instagram and Facebook and uh, YouTube and all of that. Uh, share with your friends and your family. Again, we look forward to bringing this information to you. And again, as I always say, thanks for stopping by. And remember, health starts from above, down, inside out. <laughs>